Welcome to Friends Fit 40s. What is essential and what do some of us not get enough of? It's something you shouldn't drink when it's yellow. Did you guess it? Yes, it's water. We're going to talk all about water. We're going to talk about the nutrition behind water, activities around water, and ways to support global water initiatives. Get your notebooks ready. Friends Fit 40s is coming up. Friends Fit 40s is brought to you by Laura Mullenbrook and Stephanie Whiteman. This is a podcast about our fitness and wellness journey. We are two working moms who seek to live our best life. However, we are novices in the world of fitness. We are excited to share our ups, our downs, and our roadblocks. Our journey has led us to emphasize the value of friendship, cooperation over competition, and celebrating the small victories along the way. This podcast is an invitation for you to laugh with us and actively construct your best day today and then again tomorrow. Welcome to Friends Fit 40s. Hello, Laura. Hey, Stephanie. Did you drink a glass of water before you came to podcast today? I've actually had a few glasses of water before I came to podcast today. You are so good at that. Our podcast topic all day is about water. Water, water, water. Why is water so important? Well, Stephanie, I'm sure you knew, but like our human brain is made up of approximately 70% fluids and our entire body is made up of 60 to 70% fluids. So we're basically just a bunch of fluids sloshing around on the trails, running down this trail. I mean, not <laughs> technically, but kind of. It's amazing that we've got skin to hold us all together. Thank goodness. <laughs> right? Otherwise, we'd be mopping up ourselves all the time. <laughs> so, Laura, you are so good about making sure that we have water to drink everywhere. Well, you know, especially when we're running in this Midwest heat and humidity, after a long run or even a short run, like you need water. And I I completely failed this morning as I forgot water. So thank goodness we were coming back to your house to get some water. Yeah, you need it. You have to replenish that water that you're using when you're exercising. So Laura does a great job of packing cold water on most of our runs. She brings water bottles to the gym. And I do a terrible job of all of those things. <laughs> <laughs> Laura's our planner, right? We have to have about a half an ounce of water per pound of body weight. Right. And athletes have to have even more. So when we're working out, we actually need more. And we probably need even more in the summer. Yes. I because definitely. of the heat. So how are ways that we can get water into our diets? So eating fruits and vegetables is a great way to do that. And okay. one of my favorite fruits of all time, in fact, it's the only thing I ate the day of my wedding before I got married watermelon. Ah, so <laughs> high in water. I it's bet. a great way it's to... It's like half the name. <laughs> it is. Watermelon. There right? you go. <laughs> but other vegetables and fruits that contain a lot of water are cucumbers, actually. They are, they're almost completely water. Um, all right. So you're thirsty? Eat some cucumber. But and also, drink some water. And drink some water. You can't just eat your water. Apricots, blueberries, oranges, peaches, pineapples, plums, raspberries all contain like over 80%. So those are all great ways to get some water. 
So again, with the nutrition, the fruits and vegetables are killing it. They're winning. In the water department. They sure are. And a whole bunch of other departments. Yes. So to make sure you get that half an ounce per pound of body weight, which is about... 80 ounces of water a day. It, it, I mean, can, ish. it can be intimidating to think about how much water you have to get. But I think if you divide it up among your day and not just feel like you have to drink it, you know, one part, you know, start your day with a glass of water. Okay. You know, six to eight ounces. Drink that first thing. I've often heard that sometimes it's best to drink that even before your coffee. Okay. Um, because sometimes coffee can be an appetite suppressant. Okay. I've heard. And so if you drink some water, you're just, you're starting your day with some hydration. So it's important to drink water throughout your day and not just when you're thirsty. Okay. So lots of tips about getting up, getting water, even before your coffee, and then eating lots of fruits and vegetables to get additional water when you're not drinking the water. So Laura, you've done research about how to take water with you on runs. Right. What so, have you found? Last summer, when we started our journey of running outside instead of on the treadmill inside the air-conditioned gym, I was like, oh my, after that first, I think we did five miles, and I think maybe we didn't have water, and I was like, oh my gosh, we're going to need water. And so I started researching, and I actually started by asking friends first. I think it's the best way to get advice, friends who are currently runners. And several of them had said, yes, you know, we started off with water packs, but then we kind of went to like the handheld water bottles or okay. just holding water bottles while you run. And I was like, ooh, I don't think I can hold a water bottle while I run. So that's when I started researching for our packs. And, you know, I found a great water belt and it allows us to hold our phone and keys too. Maybe some money if we need it, which is great if we run to a destination. And it hold it held two, yeah, I think it's about six ounces of water bottles. And it was less than 20 bucks on Amazon. So... That is amazing. It's of a, course, the deals. Right. A great find. And it even had a little bit of color. So that's why, you know, we, we can tell ours apart because mine has a little bit of purple and yours has a little bit of pink. So we don't get them mixed up. And just read your reviews when you're looking for a water belt. I think that's the best thing. And you can kind of see what people say about how it moves around or some of them, you know, people were willing to replace the caps if you lost it. And that seemed like, you know, a great deal because you obviously if you have this specific little water bottle that fits in your belt and you lose the cap then all of a sudden you're half as much water on your run which is no good so so you researched this really well you found a 20 dollar water belt yeah and so then you ordered it you ordered one for me yeah and one for yourself because you're that awesome kind of friend and so then when you used it what did you find I found that, you know, we could just sip some water. Obviously, you when you're on a run, you don't want to glug water because then it shakes around in your belly. But when you're on that hot humidity run that the temperature is 90 or above and the humidity is 60 or above, you've got to hydrate. Even if it's just to cool down like and squeeze some on your neck, you know, that can be a great way to cool down as you're running. So they worked well. We don't necessarily run... And drink the water, like pull the the, um, little water bottle out and drink as we're running. We tend to stop and do it. But I think we could pull it out and run if we wanted to. But when we're doing long runs, it seems to work just fine to just take a moment, break, drink the water, sip some water, and then put it back in and keep running. 
So we're going to put a link to this water pack, this amazing water pack that Laura found on our website, friendsfit40s.com. Check it out. Uh, there are tons of water packs out there. The one that we found uh, works really well for us, and it allows us to stay hydrated with that very, very important piece of nutrition, water. Some additional ideas to get water in throughout your day. Remember, you're trying to get to about 80 ounces of water in a day, which is about 10 cups. It's a lot. Um, We talked about drinking water before you even drink your first cup of coffee. Right. As a way to get started. And then think about those transitions in your day. And when can you get a glass of water in during transitions? Or maybe stand up, go to the bathroom or go to a water break and get water in as a transition. Perfect. (laughs) That might be a way to promote some mental wellness throughout your work day. Laura, you found a fantastic insulated cup. I did. Actually, my sweet husband found it for me because I'd gotten one from Target and it worked for a bit. But I find personally that I drink more water if it's ice cold. I think I do, too. So if a cup is going to keep my ice all day long, then I can just keep putting more water on it and I'll drink at least that 80, 80 ounces easily. And so my husband found another great Amazon find. Yay, Amazon. They're not paying us. But it's called The Beast. And it can even be top rack dishwasher safe. I am not going to do that because I know some of those vacuum cups, mm-hmm. it will lose that. And I want the ice. But right now I can put ice in the morning and it's there in the afternoon. So that works for me as far as being able to drink more water as well as using a fun, reusable straw. Okay, right, because that saves the environment. It does, and you can just, I throw those in my dishwasher and get those clean. And if I just keep, my water cup I get, I find a fun color, then you're, you know, more willing to to use it because it's a color that you like. So I chose aqua. Mm -hmm. And then I think if you find a, a straw that is fun and colorful, that makes it more exciting as well. And then, of course, Adding some fruit to it. Oh, right. You know, adding a lemon slice, adding a lime slice, that can make it something that you want to use more often as well. So that's me. The flavor that we add to the water is so useful for me wanting to drink more water. And there's a hotel chain. I don't even remember what it is. I think it might be Weston Hotels that when I go into their lobby, they have a big vat of ice water with sliced fruit in it. Perfect. And I will just drink it down when I'm sitting there because it looks so good and it tastes kind of fun. So those uh, lemons and limes you can put in water. Raspberries, strawberries. And you could even muddle it a little bit and add a little bit of flavor with that. I grow fresh mint in my backyard. I grow it in a pot so that it doesn't take over the entire yard (laughs) because it will if you let it. But the the fresh mint, not only does it look pretty and like you, you're you giving somebody gourmet water. There you go. <laughs> but it also adds a little bit of flavor. Another thing that I love to do is make iced tea. And I use a Good Earth tea, which is spicy and tangy. It's a lot yes, of flavor. I think I've had that before. It almost tastes sweet, but there's nothing sweet about it. It, like it's just the spices that are in it, like the cinnamon and the cloves and things right. like that. 
And it's really good for an iced tea moment as well to get that extra water in. Perfect. So we'll put links to all of these things on our website at friendsfit40s.com. Check us out. While water is important to drink, it's also fun to do things with water. It's great fun to play in the water. I mean, who doesn't love to do that in the Midwest heat and humidity in the middle of summer? So our preschooler expert right here, Laura, has some ideas for some different activities that you can do. And this actually would be great for elementary kids as well. Yes. So I used to always entice my children when they were younger, be like, hey, do you guys want to play in the water and wash my car? And so they get out there and you get some soapy buckets and you get a hose and they start spraying each other. And so they're cooling each other down. They're, they love to help preschoolers. And I think really, you know, through that elementary age, they love to do something that, that they that people find useful and helpful. And so washing the cars, washing your patio furniture. Oh, yeah. Great thing to do. Great idea. And then, of course, if you don't want them to wash your car, just having them come out and bring like their toy cars, matchbox cars. You could take those for a wash outside or even plastic dishware is a great thing to wash. Are there toy animals? They love washing those things. Soap, bubbles, water. I mean, you can't go wrong. As well as just having water tables and sponges. Those are great fun too, to just squeeze the sponges and fill up containers, empty containers from your kitchen, maybe from your recycling bin. Oh, that's a great idea. Um, You know, milk containers, creamer containers, butter containers, whatever you have around. Giving them some sponges and the water and empty containers and they can stay out there for hours. As well as I used to with my little kids go down to the neighborhood city creeks and we would take just kind of all of our recycling materials and they would kind of build a boat. So maybe with some aluminum foil or some craft sticks, you know, empty containers. And we would just put something at one point in the stream, watch it go down and then the other kid would go down and pick it up and we could spend an afternoon doing that. And then you can kind of talk about, you know, some of the nature you see while you're down there also. And you could also talk about the design build stuff, too. Yes. So how do you design a boat that floats? How, what would you design a boat that would sink? Yep. And how do you design a boat that might use the wind as a way to propel it? Perfect. All kinds of fun things that you could do with that. I mean, All gosh, that learning. Right? All that learning right around the stream or the water. As adults, we do all kinds of fun things with water as well. We can. Our local gym has balance board classes. This is not for the fitness novice. I went to the first balance board class, and it's essentially yoga on a paddleboard. Paddleboard. Yes. So So it's yoga on a paddleboard. It was yoga and a dunk in the tank. <laughs> what a better way to cool down in a, on a summer night, right? Yep. You kind of can't look calm, cool, and put together when you're flipping off the side of a paddleboard about every five minutes like I was. But it can also, paddleboard yoga is great for strengthening new muscles. It can refine your skills on land, increases flexibility. So it's a great way to to. Be fit and use the water around you. So check out your local gym and see if they have any balance board classes for you. My husband is a swimmer. And while Laura and I are not big swimmers, we have 
encouraged him to give us swimming lessons. We think that it's going to happen this summer. We'll we'll come back and talk more about it uh, after he does. But swimming is a really good way to uh, exercise without having a lot of stress on your joints. Also, in the summertime, especially in the heat, it keeps you cool. So we're going to get some swimming lessons and uh, hopefully some great full body workouts with yeah. that to kind of complement our running and our weightlifting. We will come back and talk more about that sometime soon. Another thing that we love doing is kayaking and paddleboarding in the uh, in the waters that are close to us. We have we have local ponds and lakes and all of those things. And kayaks and paddleboards are a great workout activity. Uh, that you can do in an afternoon. Um, there's a lot of places that rent kayaks and paddleboards, so you don't even have to own one. Right. If you just look up ki- kayak paddleboard rentals, mm-hmm. you can you can get those pretty easily. So check that out in your local areas or when you're vacationing, check it out. Another thing to think about with water type of activities is water aerobics. Yes, I've actually had some friends do this and really enjoy it. It's Water is a good way to use resistance training Without having the weights, it's going to provide less stress on your joints. And it's a great way to stay cool Mm -hmm. while you're getting fit. A great way to spend a summer afternoon. So we talked about how our bodies need water and how we can stay fit in water. One thing that I love to do is while I'm watering my plants, because they need water too, Mm. is I will put in my headphones and I'll listen to either a podcast or a book on tape. And that's a great way to pass that time and spend that time thoughtfully and mindfully and get something learned while while I'm watering the plants that much need the water to live and bloom the next day. What a great idea, Laura. I love it. So we have a rain barrel in our yard that we use to water the plants. Right. It takes a little bit more time, but it collects up all the rainwater from the gutters of our house on one side, and it collects it in a big old barrel, and then there's a spigot at the bottom, and we use that to fill up buckets. We've tried connecting a hose to it, but the hose there's not enough pressure for the hose to work, but we can fill up gallon two gallon buckets that's amazing and then use it to water our plants so rain barrel might be another way um, to think about using rainwater in a way that helps us save the environment a little bit also the people behind us i'm so jealous of this they have rain gardens (gasps) oh yeah so they've worked with the local conservation department to plant plants that like what we term wet feet. Yes, I learned that term last year, wet feet. So they like it when it rains and kind of puddles places. Some plants will just, their roots will rot, but rain garden plants, their roots thrive. And what I learned when I went and toured their garden and talked to them was that these roots actually act as a filter. So when you plant rain gardens, you're helping um, filter out the chemicals and things in the rain. So as they go down into the other watershed areas in the streams, it's actually cleaner. 
That is amazing. Isn't that Who cool? knew? So my friend had a an area of her garden that puddled, and I'm like, oh my gosh, you have to put in a rain garden. Let me find out information on that. I can't find any puddle places in our yard yet, but as soon as I create something, I'm going to put some rain plants in those as well. I think it's really important as we talk about water and think about water to observe global water initiatives. This is a big deal. And I know that this is kind of like a moment where we're asking you all to think worldwide yes. with these water things. But but not everybody has water the way that some of us have water. And that's crazy to think because it's so important. We just talked about how important it is to, to daily living. Yes. And according to worldvision.org, along with a couple of other sources that I found, about one in 10 people actually don't have access to clean water. That's 785 million of the people on, on our planet that are humans just like us um, have a hard time getting water. And this is really important when we think about education and jobs and those types of things because folks spend a lot of time walking to water sources and providing their water for their community and then they can't go to school mm. or they can't do other kinds of jobs because right. that's what they're doing instead um, we all know that water is one of the most important things we need to live so staying mindful of when we can turn on a faucet and the water comes out to be thankful of that Yes. But also if we have other opportunities to uh, teach our children about places um, where they can help and teach ourselves about places that they can help, that perhaps supporting global water initiatives might be a good place to start. So charitywater.org, water.org are two websites that I've found. Um, my, my kids and I will be spending time this summer unpacking those websites and what we can do to help others. Right. Because this is this is about all of us working together to make ourselves better and make our, our world a better place. So now, Laura, it is time for your summer edition of Weekly Homework. Oh, I love it. Summer edition. <laughs> oh, that's good, Laura. Okay. So this one is going to be a no-brainer, but you're going to note your daily water intake in your notebook. Right. Are you getting enough or do you need to figure out a way to get more? And then, after you have answered that question, uh, figure out ways that you might need to add water into your life. What can you do to get more water? Do you need to go find a really good cup because you like ice cold water? Do you need to find a fun straw? Do you need to look at your ways to make water more flavorful? So I will be doing all of these things because water is not an active part of my life as much as it needs to be. We're going to get you that way. Yes, we are. So in the meantime, enjoy your week. Go move, breathe, share kindness with others. You got this. Do you love Friends Fit 40s? Subscribe to our podcast, leave a review and share the podcast with your friends. Tag us when you share so we know you are enjoying our work. Also, follow us on Instagram. Feel free to email us at friendsfit40s at gmail.com with your thoughts and comments. We'd love to hear from you. 